0: Hey y'all, my name is Desiree Perry. I'm Devin Kitsil-Cree. Laura Ayabusi. Hey y'all. Hey. hey. We are a Black Girls Bravo podcast. A Black Girls Bravo podcast. A Black Girls Bravo podcast. Drum roll, please. And we're live. We're live. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> Season two. Y'all. I can't get through my Perfect. Come on. Choo choo. <laughs> and we back, Devin. And we back, Devin. Hit us with it. Hit us with it. Hit with the us woo. with That Pop hey. Smoke hey. Woo. Hey. The shout out hey. to Pop Smoke new album out. Woo. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. All right, ladies. <clears throat> you know it wouldn't be me. I barely have okay. two sips left. But <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't bring you the tea. Okay. It's Bravo news this week, ladies. All right, so let's get right into it. So, I'm sure you may have heard there's said to be some shakeups coming our way for the Real Housewives of New York cast next season. So, reports are saying that the last OG. Ramona Singer may not be offered a contract next season. Mm. A new report from Radar Online claims that producers are saying that Singer's time is up on the show after 13 seasons as a main housewife. And I quote, Ramona will not be invited back to the next season of the show, which is currently not in production for a couple of reasons. An insider told the publication, one, she is too expensive because she is... The only housewife that has been on her show at this point, besides Teresa, um, since the beginning, I believe. That's the only one, right? For them to be that many seasons in, I should say. I see. For 13 seasons. And, you know, the more seasons you do, the more your salary goes up. Mm-hmm. Um. also she's the only lady that has been on the show from day one and her salary reflects it we saw that in the screenshot in the accidental story the so, <laughs> tipster also revealed that the basic premise of the show doesn't work anymore they claim that seeing a bunch of older white women behaving badly was, a, was fun a decade ago but not today the world has changed and if the show wants to survive another decade it must change too and that starts with the cast hallelujah 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 yeah I mean I honestly even though Ramona gives us what we want a lot of the time for every season pretty much I do agree that times are changing and the show should too because people are getting tired of Ramona and her shenanigans and also it's becoming work to watch her Okay, you know, it's hard. It's becoming tough. Like it is. The thing is, I I think that they they address this really well. I personally think it was very entertaining to watch a whole bunch of these palm colored people act out and yeah. grown women act out, and it was comedy for me. Yeah, a decade ago. We need like some newer people with different opinions. For sure. And I and feel New York. like bring bring something more to the to the cast like we exactly. are talking about black this and white why don't, we can have black we can have one black cast member one white cast member one um south asian cast member one african cast member mm-hmm. like, you you mean to tell me you you can't you can't find all of this in new york city you're oh they like, sure that's can, a lie like, we sure, they sure Exactly. We, they sure can. And we've even talked about how they just need to diversify the whole entire brand. Like when you think about New York, I don't think about just, sorry, beige women. I don't. The only time I thought about that was with uh, Sex and the City, which is about to have a reboot, by the way. But they no, even needed some there. diversity with that. It's not a reboot without Samantha. That's true. I mean, it Agreed. really is a foul. Even with that, that's some people's idea of New York City. But that is very unrealistic to what the real New York is. Mm-hmm. A huge melting pot of all types of cultures, all types of walks of life. And I promise you, there's some real housewives in them top floors of them buildings stop playing with me them penthouse right. buildings in new york stop mm-hmm. playing with me i want to see that like we said with the like now, in a, a building, building period because we okay and mind you they have like six floors in the mm-hmm. same building all one home like i'll be watching yeah. the shows mm-hmm. i need to see that life that's the lifestyle that we want to see not, someone said, sorry, not, not someone tweet. sorry not not sorry sorry not sonia's airbnb i'm tired i'm tired I'm tired. I like. I think Sonia should stay because no, no, Sonia. Sonia, I'm not telling her to go. I'm just saying what we could have compared to what we're getting. We're receiving Airbnb when we can be receiving seven floors and a high rise in New York City. With I understand the townhouse is classic though, and she's been changing it. She's been updating it. I'm not. I'm not mad at her. Sister is doing what she needs to do, Mm -hmm. and I'm proud of her for that. Who what that said this, um, Jan underscore Wouter underscore underscore on Twitter said, if Bravo could find the in real life version of this icon? Period is, from Girl. So, yes, yeah, Serena's mom, from from God God Girl. Oh, girl. I didn't huh. watch that show. Why can't I'm they find her. that? Why can't they find that? And they can't. Can. I want the chaos of family as well. <laughs> I want your yes. out here, acting a crazy mess. I sure I do to see that. I sure yeah. do. We need to do more, but I know that there is going to be a major shakeup for New York. We don't know exactly if it's going to be Ramona. Also, there's word on the street that Bethany Frankel could possibly be returning. We don't know in what capacity, but Dorinda actually tweeted that I've heard a certain skinny girl is in early talks for a comeback. So I don't
1: know. I are think y- are you team back?
0: Bethany? Are you team Bethany to come back? I like Bethany. I think she she adds to the show. I like Bethany. I think she's wildly problematic. Um, no one knows I, but her. I, <laughs> I she's she's fat phobic. Mm. She is oh, a is little she? bit racist. Yeah, she's yeah, fat phobic. She, she has a brand called Skinny Girl. <laughs> oh, I got I'm that ready. off of. She has internal issues, which is why she, she does. She out. also has internal issues. I think she's a true. little bit racist. There was that whole thing um, when she was talking. Was it Meghan Markle? She was coming. Yes, to her it was about to the back. Meghan Markle. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I feel she, like I forgot she opened. I forgot we didn't like her. Yeah, I forgot. She lost her I mind. Yeah. That one. She might have been, she doing even though she's she's very New York. You know she has the accent she has the attitude all that stuff i feel like we could be dealing with the same problems with bethany that we're dealing with ramona to be honest to mm. be completely honest bethany has no black friends mm. like Is where are the? Not? no she does not bethany be tucked up in the hamptons with her daughter and a couple of her white friends andy cohen <laughs> I mean, my opinion about Bethany, if if she allegedly is coming back to the cast, I think that she brings um, a certain spark for sure. She definitely is very, very New York. So I like that. Um, I like when they bring people that are actually very active, like in their city, too. And like Bethany, as we know, like she's on Shark Tank, like she's doing things. So like that could possibly give us like a little bit more fast pace. Like when you think about New York, you think about the pace, things are moving, things are happening. With New York even right now, I a am so I am so tired, I am so yeah. bored. Like there is because nothing. they happening. all have nothing else going on in their lives. And it's like, just like. Is exactly what you're saying. We can understand also like it's a pandemic and we've given all of all of production grace with that. Like how many times have we, Yeah, I it? feel like we've seen the socialite side of New York. Now let's see the, the business people. Yeah. Like, like let's bring, more Ebonies, bring more Ebony's, bring more Leah's. Yes. Bring, you that, bring that, that younger, younger hardworking that- side. I mean, I'm, I mean, to be fair, Ramona was working when she came on the show. She is no. Ramona woman. is, is going to be Real this. Housewives, so let's not take away from that. We still want to see. But every Real other Housewives. show is evolving. It's evolving, it but it can I still be called out. Real Housewives, and we can see what show is evolving. I think they're casting. Not you know how many people on those shows are wives versus people that are not married. Ain't nobody married on the current cast in New York. Mm-hmm. nobody <laughs> Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying that's so crazy I nobody. See a real housewife I want to see yeah. a real housewife I want to see a real housewife I'm but I mean I think that's devolving it a little bit because they have moved away from people necessarily being married divorce. no one wants to see that anymore I want to see a real housewife they are taking note, as we can see. They're taking note. Unfortunately, I feel like Ramona is definitely going to be, like, missed. Like, her presence is for sure going to be missed for those that watch Real Housewives of New York. She is an OG. Like she Her moments all, have served their purpose. Her, amen. All right? And I think that we pass the baton mm-hmm. on to the next. Like, yes. and I'm perfectly fine with Ramona leaving. Like, sorry, girl. I People are me. saying Luann needs <laughs> to leave, too. And honestly... I'm not mad at that either. Sorry, Luann, this past season, ugh, it was hard to watch it. Luann is sick. not doing nothing this season. I was very upset, and I was disappointed at times. And, and yeah. She's not bringing well, it's anything. What's the fact that we're now getting delivered the mid-season trailer? Like, I thought y'all were wrapping up. No, they still early in the season. <laughs> they're only 10 episodes in. It's just because it's been what so did Jersey slung? give us, five? It's been so slow. Jersey gave us like Child. yeah, like five. I think Jersey was only 13. I don't even feel like it was that much, to be honest. Child. Well, anyway, we'll see what they do. I'm here for a major cash shakeup. Keep Sonia, keep Ebony, keep Leah, bring back Dorinda. Maybe. Because I hear Dorinda can be problematic too. Yeah, we heard, but bring her back. Bring her back. Bring her back. See how she does with this newer group. But we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, moving on, <laughs> Miriam Cosby. Uh uh-uh. uh. How's she in the news? What's <laughs> well, you, she doing? We don't see a lot of Miriam Cosby because we are blocked from our Instagram <laughs> um, from Miriam Cosby. And I yeah, haven't been blocked on my personal episode. page yet. So Make sure you plug we, the episode. Tell them why we blocked. Yes, we are blocked from Miriam Cosby's Instagram because we did an exclusive episode last season just called Who is Mary M. Cosby? And we did a deep dive on her, her family, and her history and how problematic they are. So if you haven't checked out season one, episode four, go listen. We just wanted to get to know you better, sis. I know. She just was (laughs) upset that we (laughs) were just (laughs) just, well (laughs) acquainted. I mean, the information is out there, sis. We were just reading it to the cousins, but. We We were not the originators of that information. Anyway, she blocked us. But then we started getting tagged in, um, things. that she made a post. So I ran to her Instagram through my personal page because she didn't block me there. Um, and she made a post saying it was like a, um, a a word graphic. Why am I nervous? If you want to know why I blocked Heather gay is because Heather gay is a racist. Let's speak truth. Then the caption read, if you want my truth, ask me. I never did anything to hashtag Heather. She's a hashtag Karen. If you're not African-American, then you will not know. I speak truth. I don't tolerate haters. I would have never said anything if she would have hashtag keep your mouth shut. That's it. Oh, Miss uh, <laughs> Cosby, un- unblock us. We're trying to talk i know we're trying to talk so i got into it in some comments on somebody's instagram page because people were like how can heather be racist she likes black guys and oh, i had to tell no, the people no. well, just it. because you like having sex with black men does not absolve you from being racist and somebody has also, a nerve to say forget, racist what kind of racist Ew. against black people or Because you can like black people and be racist against Asians and Latino. No, ma'am. Racist is racist, baby girl. Period. But also, can we not forget about how Heather, you did fetishize black men last week. She sure did. lie. It was a little awkward watching. I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie. And I felt I did feel a little bit uncomfortable about that. I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see because they are currently filming the season Mm -hmm. um and you know heather even though we liked her at first she follows us on instagram she interacts with us um i i don't think that she is not racist wrong about this Mary we agreeing with Mary. I mean I personally me personally my personal philosophy is all white people are racist because they are benefiting from a system that is racist. You have to work to be anti-racist. Mm. That's just my personal beliefs. Um mm. and unless you are anti-racist you probably are. I mean and it's not it doesn't racist doesn't always mean like I'm gonna burn a cross on your yard Mm-hmm. At my t- like no but like you have different biases and stuff and white privilege and all of those things that have led you to where you are so don't come for me cousins um go go uh watch some videos that amanda seals or mark lamont hill i was done. about to say mark lamont had a whole conversation about that last week i mean he ain't wrong he ain't he He's had a very, very intelligent, intelligent. temple made come man. on do you do you very i mean i'm so proud of that young man and seeing yes. you to do powerful things and amplify your voice my brother mm-hmm. for sure um but we'll see if this i'm interested to know what exactly happened between heather and mary um now people are also calling out mary though because remember she didn't like to go to 711 because there were black people outside yeah mary so for people sure are like own case bag uh, duffel bag. Of so issues. that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm not quick to just like jump on the bandwagon again. Yeah, with her. what she's saying, I, I feel that. I, like Mary, I mean, I she's do think to that step grandpa. Like, has I don't that has have nothing to do with her not liking black people outside of no, that seven has, eleven. That has a lot to do with her morale. Exactly. That's that's, that's what I'm saying, though. So I'm gonna just leave this here. I'm gonna just leave this here. How I feel about this hot topic right here is there's got to be some truths to it, right? Because clearly something must have happened to make Mary feel uncomfortable. And she went on Instagram and made this post. And I'm also going to chime in and add to that, that we did have a conversation with she who may not be named right now. And she also spoke to instances and situations where she also felt a little bit of, racist behavior so there's got to be some truth to it clearly heather we might have to have a conversation with you about how you can do better um maybe you just also just need to do some reflecting as well and figure that out on your own but i think that there might be truth here y'all like i feel like we can't ignore it and it's been brought up now by like more than one person on the cast so we would hope that that's not the truth but if it is the truth girl we're gonna sniff it out and call you out so and we can't ignore the fact that given what we know about heather and her fetishizing black men and those sorts of things like she's also an ex-mormon from salt lake city so like the odds are not in her favor against at all but we're gonna see we're gonna gonna see see. we're gonna see um i do think that everybody is capable of redemption i think everybody is capable of learning and growth Yep. so i'm interested to see the next season moving on if you watched real housewives of beverly hills last week you saw the emotional scene between erica girardi and kyle richards where erica broke down about her current situation with her divorce from Tom and the lawsuits that are open against Tom. She was adamant that her divorce is not a sham. You know how many times she said that on that episode. Her divorce is not a sham. Um, But what stood out to fans and apparently an ex housewife herself, Camille Grammer, was the fact that Erica had some really bad, cheap, even (laughs) non-waterproof, Mascara on. Thank you. And Camille tweeted, We filmed in the Bahamas season nine, and we were all swimming in the water. I don't remember seeing EJ's mascara run after swimming underwater, just Mm -hmm. saying. So a lot of people are saying, Erica, come on now. You're you're always head to toe popping. It's for the to this a is the team. one time that you wear non-waterproof mascara. And it's all over. It's all over. All Her over baby. Child. It was for the Emmy, y'all. Poor baby. It was. It was. And it was. let's not forget she's uh she's a performer by nature. Exactly. Yes. You don't <laughs> know my life. <laughs> 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 you know what? That's exactly what happened. We watched a performance, did we not? from we beginning to end performance, every single frame i'm just Keep watching wow. her, <laughs> her whole that body great. was like she looked like she was on stage she was definitely playing a role especially in that scene the way that she was like so closed up and like and kyle in seat, t- t- and kyle great <laughs> supporting actress, <laughs> great. Supporting supporting. actress. <laughs> i just can't believe this <laughs> I, I just can't believe this. I'm just you have I'm just no repeating. idea. I'm you just have a, no idea. I'm just repeating what I read in the tabloids. I'm just repeating. We it. can't ignore the fact that half the damn cast of Beverly Hills, they are performers and actresses. Renna and Rena, Rena. and Rena. you can always tell is because like she just puts on her soap opera, like <laughs> I think her life is a soap opera. But, yeah, she does. <laughs> it is at this point. I would, you know, when you've been doing that for the last 57 years, I agree. She oh, really wow. does. There was a moment too when I was watching. I forget what episode it exactly was, but like she had said something like, "Ladies, remember in life, like you only have." this, and you only have that. And I was like, girl, is that your affirmation that you say to yourself every single day? It just seemed just so (laughs) like practiced and rehearsed, like everything. I mean, you're not lying. Half of the cast are actresses. So we get in dramatics the whole way through. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I don't, I don't believe anything Erica says at this point you know Like, I do, okay, girl. but one thing I do believe, I can see Tom being the way that she's described him, I but I feel be. like, should, would the lawsuits not have came up, she would have kept protecting him. I'm gonna but say. now, all of a sudden, he is just this vile, vicious, cold-hearted man. Erica, you were the ice queen. Y'all go together. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all match each other's energies you the ice queen he's the king i will definitely agree i don't think that what she or how she describes him is inaccurate i think that there is truth to that and i don't think that she's lying i think that a lot of stuff we don't know about the relationship because she's kept very quiet and kept it their business which as you should is your relationship and also she ain't want none of them tank to run dry so she's not gonna do any of that okay Oh, I, I mean, standing ovation for the performance last week. I know that she had the she had the scene on the FaceTime with Kyle and renna Oh yeah, that part. My divorce is not a sham. Okay, yes, keep it saying is. it. You know if what's it crazy? Saying it, maybe you'll believe it eventually. I yeah, think also true. I will say based upon how they taped that last episode. I, I do kind of feel bad for her because even if, in fact, like, this marriage isn't a sham, like, it's just the timing of everything, sweetheart, that makes this look real poor. And the thing is, as she was asked in her, like, confessional, like, when did she start learning about these lawsuits, she actually refused to answer, <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. The reality is you reached out to your husband at one point, obviously when your name started to circulate and you didn't find that to be concerning, maybe, or maybe she did just playing devil's advocate. I think that she may not be lying about how he has been treating her. And also I'm going to say it was a huge warning sign, baby, when he did not show up for you in New York, when you were doing your Chicago Mm -hmm. moment on Broadway. Like yeah. that was a huge warning sign. So with, with all of these things, like collectively together, I can see how it adds up. And he may not be the man that you have loved and and the man that everybody thinks that is just pretty on the surface and super supportive and all that other stuff. But let me tell you, sweetheart. I feel like you ran too late. You should have ran earlier, baby, because right. <laughs> the timing. But you know what? A lot of people, I feel like the internet is very divided on this. Did she know? Did she not know? And I was on Ono oh Bravo's page the other day. If you don't follow Ono oh Bravo, please, because her page is hilarious. But she had posted some tweets basically saying, like, I actually don't think that Erica knew that this stuff was happening. I don't think she knew the depth of the lawsuit. And mm-hmm. we can't fault her for that if she didn't know. What her problem is with Erica, which a lot of us have even talked about before, is the way in which she had conducted herself after news broke. Yes. On Instagram and, you know, posting about your dating profile and Savage by Fenty and Ice Queen, like posting things like that that are totally insensitive that she really is at fault about. So will we ever know if she knew? Probably Mm -hmm. not. But we, did, we do know what we saw with our own eyes, which is the way that she acted when the news broke. And that's unforgivable, Erica. I mean, because I don't see her apologizing about it either. Yeah. Which true. makes me further believe that she had a part in it. Because how could you be so cold? Like You we have know, no, like, no someone with a yeah, some heart would feel, yeah, someone with a heart would be like, i just and then go away. You go Yeah, this away. is your time to go you silent on your channels, or at least you can start supporting maybe other causes that might speak to like the person who you are and what's important to you and what you value at maybe this. Maybe that moment. was her only check. From I savage mean, that Bravo. attention is a hell of a drug, though. Give that. Not check- every post oh, was savage thing. by Spinty. I think she wanted the attention. She wants the validation by all the ass kissers that were in the comments. And she's not on her luck. She's only living in a $1.2 million house. She needed somebody to pump up her ego. Where's the roll. little lead stylist boy who's always with her? Where is he at? How he, seen him once. he got hired probably he by somebody else. It. He got to make his yeah, own coin. He He's where the money resides, which okay, apparently man. is not where Erica's at right now i feel oh, yeah. bad for the girl child if she knew you evil if you didn't know baby girl it's just poor timing you trying to get this divorce with this man because he is looking a whole lot like satan sorry <laughs> yeah bad. for real that's all i have for you ladies today we loved it you we got anything because i know you be scrolling sometimes you be finding some stuff i know what you no, got not today not today y'all my little instagram inst- social media break really hit one because now i'm like it's like a chore to go on there it <laughs> like, is like, but twitter no this week twitter was pretty Yeah, everyone was in in love with the potomac it was good the only news I have, I just have like a few things that I know that I'm currently watching, and I'm not sure if our cousins are. But if you are, then make sure you connect with us in the DM. Um, Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta has returned. I don't know if anybody else is watching, oh, yeah. but if you watch and hit us up. Safari's a damn fool. Okay, I don't watch, I haven't watched since he's been on the show. Um, I watched like older seasons. Well, no, that was New York, I guess. Um, but the way that he's acting on the internet right now, he's embarrassing. He's, he's always full. He's always been, he's always been. Are you really like on vacation living your best life when your baby's in the NICU? Oh no, I see, I don't even follow him because he, he aggravates me. Oh, I don't follow yeah, him. I just he, he does I her. saw that on Twitter. No, I he saw does that it on for Twitter social too. media. It's just so it's so disrespectful. Like he's a he's a disrespectful dude. Like he's a dude that I will call out of his name, so I refrain from following him. <laughs> like, yeah, I that's really the energy. That. But anyway, if you're watching Love and Hip Hop that has returned. Um, the other thing that I just want to say is we don't have to dive into this because I don't have the receipts yet. But we definitely are going to tap into Candace's husband recently getting in trouble. I know y'all heard that. I know y'all heard this. No, no, no. Spill tea, spill tea. He was caught touching up on other women up in the club. We're going to follow up on this later, cousins. And if y'all happen to know the story, please send that to the DM so we can talk about this oh. and just about this in live time because no, sir. No, please. sir. no please share receipts. No, sir. And I'm just going to end Bravo News with just saying... Wendy Williams, you're mad, disrespectful. And I need you mm-hmm. to really evaluate yourself. Um Child, and I'm gonna helpful. just leave it, I'm just gonna leave it there. I think that it you guys have been following. If you do follow Wendy Williams, you know exactly where I'm coming from, and you know exactly how I feel when I say what I say, that she needs mm-hmm. to chill out because she's mad, disrespectful. And people have been silencing her and definitely giving her something to reflect on. So she has some homework to do. Um, Tell me how y'all feeling about Wendy Williams. Drop in our inbox about that. But with all these hot topics, thank you so much, Devin, for coming back, bringing us the Bravo news. We missed your baby girl. We back like we never left. Um, But with any of these topics, cousins, drop in our DMs. Talk to us. Tell us what just y'all know. And if y'all happen to know anything else, (laughs) let us know. Because we like to talk. Yes. And we will be here. You might even win a spot, a guest spot on our okay. show. Y'all can bring it to us at like in person and we can really talk about it and kiki in live time. <laughs> yes. I will be here Seriously. for that. So this week we enjoyed our watch party with our cousins where we watched part three of the Married to Medicine reunion. And um, all the women came and slayed. That's where I'm slayed. first to start. They came in Slade. I loved almost every single piece. Mm-hmm. I would say my favorite was probably Dr. Contessa's. I'm not even going to go around that. Girl, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about from the, the dress, makeup, hair, all of it. Head yeah, to toe. She looked mm-hmm. amazing. And yeah. Dr. Contessa, her hair is sometimes hit or miss, her hairstyles. Mm-hmm. But she looked flawless. I mean, flawless all around. Head to toe, oh, side to side. That shoulder piece. That was, oh, was madame. Mm, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You looked,
1: whew, don't yeah. even have
0: words, darling. <laughs> like, everybody looked great. Quad, mighty great. Um, Quad's dress was gorgeous. Yes. Loved Absolutely dress. stunning. I also really enjoyed Dr. Heavenly. And my, my, might I add, I could not get my mm. eyes off of how her situation, that unit was melted, laid, slayed by the goddesses and gods themselves because right. she looked amazing. And I know she has her like hair business, hair, her hair store popping up somewhere. Well, she's a great, she's great marketing for it. Great oh, advertising. Oh, okay. Right. That wig was melted. Melted. Lewd. Stuck. It mm-hmm. was one with her head. Like the it scalp, was. baby. We saw the, we saw the scalp. It was chef's kid. She looked gorgeous. She Everybody, looked gorgeous. again, looked great. So let's start there. We gave our final grade of Married to Medicine with our wonderful guest host, Shatea. Y'all need to go listen to her podcast, Sincerely Shatea. by the way. Plug. So Des, what are your final thoughts and your seasonal grade? For this season of Married to Medicine, and also factor in the reunion because we we gave our grades before the reunion. So, okay, before I give my grade, Doctor Contessa, Queen, leave that man, claim your life back. Um, That's just my one and only thought. And also, actually, second thought is so. Quad is not a friend of she is damn sure. Okay. She was the because host of the I, he was also, Right, she was also the host <laughs> of the reunion. Okay? And <laughs> add he give her titles. a few cards. Add, add some <laughs> titles. Points. And add this point. Some, some zeros because, because y'all owe her something. Yes, yeah, so that, those are my two takeaways from that. Um, but I will say that I think um, I'll give them an A-. The minus is for Anila. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> The A is for the girls, and I really, I really loved them. I loved seeing um, Lisa Nicole back on. I just hated the whole interaction between her and Anila. I didn't like how Anila put those fake charges, although those was real charges actually on that fake accusation. I'll say that um, that was weird. Mm. Um, and I love seeing Carrie. I love seeing Carrie back. Love She's it. hilarious. Doctor Demon Daddy, like I love her. She's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I love seeing Doctor Jackie and Doctor Simone reunite. That was nice. Oh yes, um, I that love was seeing that, whole, that whole They're just coming back together. Like we we love to see that. We love to see the family or the friends and the family sending the kid off like the village sending the kid off to school for college that was nice um just everything everything around this this is why I love this franchise because even though they bicker they always come back full Mm -hmm. circle by the end Mm of this reunion we don't ever see that on any of the other franchises especially that are like um predominantly black we don't see that for sure and their criticisms of one another are more genuine Whereas mm, I feel like mm, on the, mm, mm, Dr. Dr. Heavenly. But at the end of the day, I feel like Heavenly does care about these women, even though she hits below the belt. I feel like on other shows, when criticisms are given or accusations are made, it's not that same camaraderie of, you know, at the end of the day, we, we're still going to be sisters or or whatever. Even though like Heavenly, saying that Kenya was going to have a buffalo like that Mm. yes Yes, like that because nini and kenya were not friends before Mm -hmm. the show these women have these relationships so they may bicker they may argue they may fight that's sometimes how sisters get and i feel like at the end of the day they can come together and have each other's best interest at heart i feel like even though Dr. Heavenly may say some things sometimes that are not okay, she doesn't wish harm on any of no. these women. <laughs> I'm like, um, I, I feel like, yes, no. <laughs> oh, wait, a mixed emotion. Hopefully not. Except for Carrie, maybe. Well, I have a surprise for y'all to wrap up Married to Medicine. Oh, I like surprises. So, uh, guess what came in the mail today? Guess what came um, in the mail today? Guess what came hey. in the mail today? Guess what came in the mail today? Hey, Volition! Hey, Volition! Hey, hey Volition. Um, Thanks, Dr. Jackie. Thanks, Dr. Thank Dr. you. Jackie. Hey, Volition. Open it up! I know, I should, oh, I'm gonna open it up! I'm doing an unboxing for y'all! <laughs> So Volition is Dr. Jackie's newest skincare product. I know y'all saw the plug on the reunion, okay? And I know y'all saw that QR code pop up on the bottom of your screen, because marketing, hey, baby, love it. Um, (laughs) They reached out to your girls here at a Black Girls Bravo, and we got some skincare items for the girls. Y'all ready? Oh, y'all, it looks so cute. So, just open the box right here. Oh, wow. So nice. So, we'll surely be leaving a review for the girls. And shout out to Dr. Jackie. We are already best friends. You don't even know it. You don't even know it. (laughs) <laughs> Dr. Simone, you know you follow me on Clubhouse. You might as well follow me on like Instagram. We love Twitter. Dr. Simone. <laughs> we love our Spellman sister. Yes, ma'am. Seriously, I love everything that this franchise stands for. Like I said, um it's just very uplifting. Yeah, you get the key key of a of a you know black girls group or whatever. You know the behind the scenes, but then like I said, they go back into like what it means to be a black woman in a community you come back together Mm -hmm. and that's what's important like yeah cracking the jokes here and there blah 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 okay but come back together so I just love to I love that we have that on um the same network where we have a real house size of Atlanta where Marlo and Eva are probably never gonna see eye to eye Mm. and that's unfortunate but I I do, I do love the magic that married to medicine brings. Like there is a certain sparkle to this, to this franchise and Mm -hmm. we will accept your a, I mean, they, they deserve an a, it was an a season for me out of everything right now, currently on Bravo's like lineup married to medicine is always a top choice for me. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much um, for your grade, my darling. Hey cousins, so you already know for season two, we had to come out guns blazing. What does that mean? You can now find us on Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that allows you to join your favorite creators community and give them a little coinage for the content they're given. Join us on Patreon for exclusive episodes, premiere watch parties, merch, and much more. Support your favorite podcast by going to Patreon backslash a Black Girls Bravo podcast. And remember, it's always a family affair. All right, so y'all watch Potomac. Uh, I surely did. I'm here for Mia are you oh friend friend hi I I'm 100 she's not 36 that's for sure but Mm -mm. I will say I I like her I like her I like how um mm -mm. (laughs) I can't (laughs) even keep my comments to myself Mm -mm. you don't like her (laughs) Okay, before I get into it, why don't you like her? Okay, um, based upon what we've seen so far, because obviously I don't want to completely write this woman off. We see that you out here, and I I love a businesswoman that's doing her thing. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you know that is your background, but we'll find out more. I do not like, number one, (laughs) her judge of character. i mean i didn't like her calculator either i didn't like the calculator i didn't like to judge a character and also the whole entire interaction on this most recent episode with wendy wendy sat down with class as that girl completely showed her ass okay she got zen Wen and i was here for zen when Cause that girl was literally like, why are you trying to jump now and bark at Wendy when like Wendy has not given you any reason to come at her neck? Like, and also, well, if you, she played her. Okay. Okay. Let's be, okay. Sorry. I'll take <laughs> okay, that exactly, She came at her a little sideways, you know, when she was talking about all the little plastic surgeries that, first that she got, but like you said, plastic to plastic, like that's their own beef. I, I up? know, but first impressions, first, first impressions. impressions. Okay. Yes. It, But also like Wendy don't know that woman and that woman don't know Wendy. So I don't really need to need to disclose anything to anybody in the room. Unlike her who likes to tell the whole room that she got her pussy done. So excuse me for saying that word on on the podcast. Sorry. Unlike her. (laughs) But but I just think that when it comes down to Wendy. That moment was like, okay, it was a little, it was a little petty. It was petty, Betty that moment. But when we look at the most recent interaction, the reason I don't like Mia at this moment, she's not your mate. Wendy is not your mate. Why are you looking for a fight with Wendy of all the people in the room? Why mm-hmm. bark at Wendy when, girl, yeah, Wendy, can you can you I mean, Wendy. The comment. Think... Do y'all remember the comment that started it all last night? Yes. Last night when she started barking at Wendy. Well, Wendy had asked basically for some clarification on where she stood with Giselle and and the the whole Karen thing. Mm -hmm. Because I was confused too. Like everybody was confused. Were you trying to poke at Giselle by saying to Karen like you're a real boss or whatever she said? I was confused. I'm glad Dr. Wendy asked, but we were all wanting to know. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. so where do you stand? And I think Mia was threatened. And she definitely barked back. Um, But I feel like she could have went about it a different way. She could have just been like, you know what? I mean, I don't really know this woman. But at first I thought she was okay. But now hearing, like, I don't know. She just could have, she could have responded differently. Um, I think that Wendy is seeing this woman's true colors and she's messy and she's fake and she's catty. (laughs) Oh, hell no. I think (laughs) she's kind of fake too. You said that Wendy also was fake. No, I was saying that Mia is fake. Mia is fake. A hundred percent. Because also she she got mad defensive when Wendy even called her out about like getting Giselle's number. Like you have so much to say about Giselle right now and in the room where Giselle isn't here. But you were just last night like, hey, do you want my phone number? Let's connect girl do better and of course if we're going off of first impressions I would definitely read into her as like girl you fake and you phony if you don't like that woman so why are you saying to be they're funny. both being fake yes they both being fake but also I just don't like Mia right now like I feel like I don't we think should- Dr. Wendy's being fake I think that Mia needs to just feel the room. Like, why are you trying to bark right now? Just feel the room. Because also, like, I feel like her business is about to come out in the streets and it's probably going to come out. I mean, it's definitely going to come out because you're coming out of Giselle, who already y'all saw how quick she could not even wait to just spew out of her mouth about her, about Mia's surgeries to Candace when they were on FaceTime. Y'all saw that moment, right? Yes. Yes. She could not wait. I feel, wait like, I feel like the thing it. with Mia is she is fake. I don't think Dr. Wendy was being fake at all. I think she was if anything giving us what we want, which is a little bit of a little bit of drama, a little bit a of little pushback. Okay. I think that Mia is fake because I'll tell you why. The way that Mia is so quick to offer information and also when she's doing that she's controlling the narrative. I feel like Nia has some dirt on her that clearly we about to find out. And people like her that offer that much information, I think they have an ulterior motive, which is as long as I, if I come across as this person that tells it all, people don't think that they have anything to catch me on. But she really does. hmm I don't believe that. I feel like that's diving deep. But I guess we can find out later on to the season. But y'all think she was, <laughs> <really a, laughs> was a bartender? I mean even if she was a stripper, it did it took it took Nene a couple of episodes in to <laughs> admit that she was a stripper and look where she is in life. So honestly, I don't hold that against um her. I, well, I don't, like I said, her. I don't think that she do. was 36. So she a liar, right. But uh uh-uh, uh because let's not play people in her generation and older and older, they lie about their age. What you talking about, Des. This woman said she do. had to go and get her ID and look at her ID and come back to the group. Oh, we gotta look at their ID. The girl is a joke. The girl Please, is a joke. Tell girl. me. Tell a me joke-a. the last time you looked at your ID to remember. He how said joke, he said joke. Well, because he we said joke, he said joke i have been in quarantine for two years i can't lie i think i'm turning 28 again this year okay I, but you, know what you know, you, you know, know what you know your age you know your age i might but i might lie so much that i forget girl the listen. actual one but also would you run into the room next time you were in the same in the same like surroundings, and tell them, Oh, I had to look at my ID to remember how old I was. Like, girl, would you do that? No, that's weird. <laughs> like, very weird. That's you didn't weird. even have to offer up that information. Like, again, like she's offering up like the information that nobody wants to know. Girl, we want to know yeah. if he was actually bartending or stripping on that pole because, girl, my God it said. really it has me perplexed. <laughs> I'm perplexed. <laughs> I don't think the 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 vajayjay surgery has anything to do with what she was a dancer. Or not. I think that like stupid little joke that Ashley made was silly. Yeah, like, I didn't understand that it. either. I mean, I was like, you just get that when you have to have kids. But she didn't have her That's kids it. vaginally. She sure did mention that. No, hold on. I can't lie. i maybe it's hereditary. TikTok I don't want to laugh at it. anybody's, you yeah, know. Through TikTok, I've I've like I've heard stories of people who just don't like how they look down there. I mean, and that's fine. Can, that's absolutely fine. Just own it. You know that girl who's like, my meow meow looks like roast beef. She was like, <laughs> you yeah, know, she didn't want to. <laughs> roast beef. But you keep your but Can we also us. stop the narrative that having a lot of sex? Um or having a lot of children beats the shape and the form of your vagina because it doesn't. Well, I don't know, Because I just saw my first childbirth via TikTok. It was a simulation with a dog. Okay, but and, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, listen, <laughs> I'm not talking about <clears throat> in birth. I'm talking about eventually our bodies are made to expand yes. and close up when we have kids. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. yes, for the first six weeks, is your vagina going to look foreign to you? Absolutely, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it just <burned> <laughs> But you did not have her children vaginally. And having a lot of sex does not change the form or shape of your vagina. It doesn't stretch out your vagina. That is a myth. Thank you. This is wisdom coming from our, our health professionals. So y'all better listen. I always, our resident, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I definitely chuckled when Ashley made that little joke (laughs) but um childish people I'm childish she has the she has the humor of like an eight-year-old boy for sure like for sure eight-year-old boy definitely like when she was talking to the baby and she was like uh is that a new face well actually Karen always has a new face like girl (laughs) that was funny that's your friend hilarious this is your friend damn girl okay hilarious. that was funny though i like that i mean i like ashley despite her husband i can't stand her husband but i like ashley um but you know it was it was a corny joke yeah. it was i almost said something but <laughs> i know ashley's happy to have somebody else that got some dirt on the cast because <laughs> how do we know that mia has dirt Mia has dirt? What'd she say? On Ashley? Like, uh, no, no Devin, is, on Devin, Ashley. Devin is Devin is Devin is getting is, is just how do it, we know? Because Mia this. has already gotten caught in how many lies. I mean Okay, but then there's no dirt like Michael Darby yet though. There's just I mean like- there might be. We're going to see. But we, we don't know, see. Devin. <laughs> but remember, so we, the confessional is taped after all of that stuff. They don't film their confessionals until a couple months later. So Ashley could already know something. We're going to see. We're going to definitely. Right, we going to see. see. We're going to see. I'm definitely enjoying Real Housewives, <laughs> uh, Potomac, and these super-sized episodes. Thank you, Bravo. Please give us more Ooh. of those. Give, give us it, more. super-sized all season long? Can we? Seriously, that's a thank request. You. Thank you. Because I literally, I've been soaking it up. Before we wrap this up, Wendy, let me tell you about Wendy. We knew that ass was sitting too pretty. The, we knew ooh, that's that, that, that ass. You, a good, hey. Google it, Google it, that, and it looks good. It looks great. Your booty looks And I'm glad like she, you. Healthy. she healthy. Um, you know, came out and showed it off because Yep. That red dress. looked great. Woo. But how come she lied and then said yes, and then her explanation was, "I just wanted to say on my own time, girl." I don't, I don't know. Like- I don't know. But again, like you said, the plastic, the plastic, the plastic community—they, it's like a, it's a weird <laughs> thing that they do. Like we already know, okay? We know that you got something done. You spent plenty of coin on it. Tell us, okay? so we can compliment you, Madame. The booty very healthy, and then. I- also want to speak to wendy's mother because (laughs) love her mom when she said she was going auntie i have to address her as auntie because that is auntie to me auntie i was cracking up as she came into the house and was like you guys are going to pay for this surgery because listen i want boobs i want this i want that and you guys if you don't pay i'm going to sue you imagine (laughs) imagine your family member coming to your house and telling you you're going to pay for the surgery. And if you don't pay, I'm taking you to court. Was hilarious. <laughs> your own child, your child better pay for your surgeries. And you know what? Am I mad at it? No, no, no. I'm not mad at it. That's I fine. actually really enjoyed seeing Wendy's mom, especially because she talked about their relationship last season with, you know, the change in career and the pressure that she's felt just from, Coming from an African family, and then to hear her mom say, "You know, I'm proud of you, and you know, support her." That was really nice, and I feel like that probably means so much to Wendy. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I love that, and her mom was definitely the comedic relief. Love that, Wendy. I wish my mom was taking part. And everything that Wendy cooked that day, Madame. Whenever you cook. My mouth—the way that my mouth was watering after I heard a goosey. Hey, wow! I'm coming. <laughs> How did you guys love feel about her husband as he, as she was talking about her business ventures? He did not seem a lick bit excited. I feel like he was hoping and wishing that her mom was gonna condemn the whole Push, give some pushback. I yeah, do, and yeah. Then, and then once, and then once she did it, he was like. I think he, I mean, for him, number one, for a man to be like, okay, you want to do candles? Like, okay, I could see him, like, coming from that angle. But then when she explained that he wants her to be more on the business side, and she said, I've basically done everything but the business, I could see his concern, because, like, he wants her to thrive, obviously, that's his wife, but also... Girl, you done spent all this money to get the kid, but you haven't handled the actual, you know, the work that you're supposed to. Yeah, so I could the, see yeah. why he would be like, come on, Wendy, if you're gonna do this, do this and I'll support yeah. you. I'm not gonna just the second that um <laughs> I I definitely peeped his face, Desiree, (laughs) when this whole conversation was going on, because the second that like we actually heard what the venture was, because like Wendy was very excited to share with her family, like this is something that she's doing. And when we heard it was a candle business, hold on, rewind. When I heard it was a candle business, I know, I know I was not the only one, but I immediately thought of Jackie Aina. And I was like, can we get a collab? I need a collab. Let's get a collab, because we need that Forever Mood collab. Ooh, and um, quick plug. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Quick plug for Jackie Aina. Come um, on. You know, her candles are now being sold oh, Sephora. Sephora. It's Sephora. Quick plug for Jackie Aina. We so proud of you, girl. We proud Seriously. of you, sis. Jackie Aina's candles, Forever Mood, is in Sephora. So y'all can now get your hands on it, okay? It's a good move on Sephora's end. It's a because huge Because finally, move. like, I love it because it's not... A typical like eyeshadow palette you know mm-hmm. actually, it's a market that like I don't think any other beauty influencer has tapped into with Sephora especially backing them I think it was really good on her end I think it was good on Sephora's end well, I'm here for we it. excited Jackie so congratulations on that so love, play. Love a collab between her and Wendy uh-huh. oh would love to see the collab because like instantly when I heard yeah, Wendy, I we need Oh, okay. Because, right, because we already have names. That could be a fragrance right there. Nude Interlude. All right. I immediately thought of the photo shoot with them. I'm telling you, the collab is be definitely nice doing. I need my Naija sisters to make that happen. And Wendy, look, if you need support, let me tell you right here, you have a community, a sister who was already doing it. So reach out to others that are paving the way because we can have two power players in the game of candles, okay? We mm-hmm. love ourselves some candles. We here to support you, okay? And then call um, our girl Tajay. And then call our girl Tajay. <laughs> And support Comfort Zone, the Comfort Thank Zone you. on IG. Plug that, John, too. We are plugging everybody today. We just feeling mighty, Seriously. mighty proud about everybody who we know okay. are doing big, big things. So with all of these businesses and all these power plays, like, honestly, at the end of the day, if your mind is set on it, go for it. Wendy, I know your husband may not be smiling at that table and it looked a little bit awkward, but continue on your journey to explore whatever this is that your spirit wants to explore right now. And if it's candles, let it be if it's your happiness let it be if it's that year <laughs> when they're selling in their yacht in the south of france mm-hmm. candle sales okay when the candle sales bought the yacht exactly mm-hmm. then we can have a different conversation right. it's going be all right <laughs> so congratulations on that venture too baby girl there's so many things that are definitely brewing with potomac and i'm just happy to watch okay same. So Fallon and Felicia are so popping. How come when I pull up the encore on Google um, and, and look at the cast, those are the only two people who don't have pictures? <laughs> Wait, I actually have it up on mine too. Oh, Pamela, okay. Pamela also don't have a photo. Aunt Nivea, and come Nivea, come on now. Nivea, Nivea. Y'all need to get active on y'all Google accounts because also this photo of Irish is when she was 13. First off, we need to leave a disclaimer to the cousins. We are talking about Encore on BET yes. with our girls from Cherish, Fallon and Felicia. We have Kelly Williams from 3LW. We will get Kelly. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Healy Williams. (laughs) Let me, Healy Williams from 3LW. We have Aubrey, I said Aubrey. You know what? I was trying to go through this damn run through, but it's not (laughs) Aubrey O'Day. We got Aubrey O'Day. We have Shamari Fierce. We have LaMisha, but she goes by Misha Grinstead. else am i missing um pamela Pamela. long nivia nivia and fallon irish Irish. and irish 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 (laughs) so we have all of these members the the premise of the show is they are bringing all of these hi just I mean first off we'll give flowers to who these women are they are bringing together all of these legends in their own lanes of R&B together underneath one house and the assignment is to come out with an album I don't know if they're going (laughs) to going to clear the assignment with how these women are acting but I mean past that I'm sorry I feel like um, I would have appreciated if they were more realistic with the casting.
1: I mean, yeah, like, you
0: can have how many people? Well, one, no, it's two, not even three, that. Four, it's four five, the, six, seven, seven, eight, nine. The eight they didn't, the I feel like they didn't pick the stars from each group. So no. it's clear that there is a uh, uh, difference in levels of ability. Well, no shade, no tea, but like the stars of the group are all doing probably well in their own lanes, as well. They they not look. Yeah, I feel like Aubrey was a star in her own light. I think she definitely was, right?
1: Yes, I was.
0: That's but uh, Irish and yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. But, but here's my here's my thing. You have you have like groups from when I was growing up, people who when I was growing up, and also then people my mom listened to who facts. is 20 years older than me. So, you like I don't understand how you can mesh those two types of groups or those two different generations, you know? Um so I can't lie. I'm going to just I'm going to just start off the conversation by saying I 100% understand and appreciate what Aubrey was bringing to the table. I feel I like think- she had nothing but facts. I feel like there should have been two groups um i feel like shamari would have made sure that um the aunties had a bop that's for sure that's i true. agree there i do think that aubrey made a lot of good points um and she was doing good i don't know if she was burnt out from all the energy that she put into thinking well, she was kind of, of, of forced to make a christian song and she doesn't identify with being christian that wasn't okay and, and I could so like, feel kind of I would feel kind of like slighted for that too. Like I understand like everyone in here is Christian, but like I don't if she doesn't, if that's not her belief or that's not something she like, you know, walks in, then how like It's right. kind of awkward. It is. No, for sure. They shouldn't have forced her to do that. But that's why there should have been a separation so that the aunties could sing about what they want to sing about, and you know, the cousins could sing different stuff. I think it's clear that, um, Aubrey was feeling way overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with everything. I feel like amongst the group, she was struggling to be heard and let's talk about Keely because girl i'm not ready to unpack that whole thing because i feel like keely literally her her goal in the house is just to make everybody not like aubrey yes and for our cousins that have not possibly even heard about the show don't know about the show whatever the case may be keely has elected herself to be the creative director of the group where's the creative direction she doesn't want to be you know really really a part of the assignment y'all y'all heard the assignment i i i told y'all what the assignment was the assignment is that all these women have to produce an album and every single track all these women have to be on each and every track in order for them to pass this assignment Keely has literally from day one entered the house and was like, I'm good. I'm just gonna be over here on the side. But mind you, all we've seen from her as creative director is her walking around the house, drinking wine, chilling in every single bedroom, starting drama. Starting and talking drama smack about Aubrey. And talking smack about Aubrey. Obsessed. And you can sense Obsessed. the jealousy. The Obsessed. jealousy. She's for obsessed. sure, she. Is I feel like it wasn't. Aubrey. It'd be one thing if they came in the house and they said, "Listen, we're gonna form a whole team, not just a super group. We need a creative director. We need like somebody to be in charge. I don't even know the other roles that there would be." So for Keely to come in when, girl, you were hired to be in this group, right? I'm just here for creative things. direction. She's already cast herself off to the side and i don't understand like girl so she was just brought on for to be the creative director she would be coming in and out like the producer and the vocal coach and the choreographer do right exactly so that's why also with this show my personal opinion right now of the show is like i'm really upset with the lack of production okay because mm-hmm. i don't know who is really hosting the show what the premise of the show is like how is one person coming in with the perspective that she's going to be creative director over on the side, but the rest of the women understand that everyone has to be a part of the group and be on the albums. She has a completely different idea of what's going on here. And quite honestly, me watching as a viewer, I really don't know what's going on here either. Like by day, like we have producers in the house by night, um, Cherish and Fallon, Fallon and her, the sisters are carrying the team. Like it's it's really like I don't know I don't know. And then they have this idea of the queen of the house and the queen of whatever this is. It's kind of just like very. It's a lack. It's a lack. I'm not. I'm not. I'm very underwhelmed. I don't understand. I feel like the twins, although they are talented in their mm-hmm. own right, and apparently they have many accolades to their name, which is great. There's a way in which you lead that people respond to well. Everybody. There's a way in which you could motivate the other women in the house and say, hey guys, we have to do this. You know, let's work together. Let's have brainstorming sessions, writing sessions. They came into the house from a place of we're up here. You guys are down here. So you need to do whatever we say. And we're taking the lead. That's not motivating mm-hmm. anybody to want to open up and Work it's with not. them, especially with music, which is an art. Right. And what did Erica Badu say? I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit, yeah. which is true about every single artist, whether it is musical arts, visual arts, performance arts, whatever. So for them to already put that like wall up between themselves and these women, it's like, what are you expecting? But the thing is, I don't it's think it's they want the It's the exact reason why Cherish broke up. It seems hmm oh it looks man. like maybe similar to why their sisters didn't come in and see them and, during this last showcase during last, last episode because and... i feel like i feel like they might have been the most talented in the group okay i got it but i just feel like ego it's ego and that'll kill you honestly it, you can tell that like them against the other girls like at one point they were with Aubrey. Now they're against Aubrey, and now they're over here um, getting into it with the the A and R or not the, the whoever the producer who's who's in the uh, yeah that was, in. that was weird. It's just like honestly, unfortunately, it's showing me the reason why all of them are probably no longer a part of their groups like it's giving me like i'm starting to get certain like vibes and energies that are kind of like revealing itself like well maybe this makes sense and the thing is i want to i want to follow back up on this cherished situation because Although I really also did not like how they came into the house and how they definitely felt like they were up here and they can be sending their stuff to Bieber if the girls don't want it, like drop, name dropping galore. They were doing the most when they came into the house. I didn't like that energy, but they did kind of correct themselves later on in the journey. I will say though, out of everyone in the house though, I ain't gonna lie, these women are the most talented and they are showing up for the assignment. When it comes down to the music, they are the ones that are waking up, writing, producing and doing it all. While I look at some of the other members of the team and I'm just like, what's happening like well, they do, and, do and, and the, the age and other, the age sort of gap things, like get on there they, they get on them like they're like oh no like if you end do something do the song then just do the song then if anyone does try to put I don't think well in. I don't think, think that's the energy because I think most the women that they have kind of like an attitude to are the women that like have not been showing up to actually be a part of the project like I would kind of be turned off too if I'm doing all this hard work someone comes in my face and is just like well why didn't you involve me on the project? And it's just like, well, when I asked you to be a part of the project, you wanted to sleep. Or when I asked you to be a part of the project, you didn't want to come around the group. So Mm -hmm. I'm sorry that you don't have the same amount of of, of time on the track like everybody else does. But also like, we're all here supposed to be working while you're enjoying the house. So like, it's kind of like, miss there's a, a bunch of different priorities here and that's why i'm kind of just confused like with the production of the show like are all these women were they all brought in with the same exact like <laughs> assignment and description of like what they were being casted for because some I'm are producing, honest, I others are like, speaking. i feel like exactly i feel like lamisha keely um And even Irish, I feel like the three of them came to get a break from their family and their kids. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) I don't really see them doing anything. But then I see like, LaMisha is always crying that she doesn't have enough parts. And now Irish is crying and complaining that she, you know, she felt stupid at the listening party because she only had a few parts. And it's like, sis, you you do have to advocate for yourself. You do have to speak up if you want to be a part of this. I understand that it could, maybe feel like a lot with the cherished twins. But somebody's going to have to put them in their place or right. the ch- the twins are grinding regardless. Like that's how I see it. Like the twins are grinding. And are. and of all the women, like I, even though they may be the most annoying, if y'all are there for the assignment, y'all have to just learn how to put your sister like take your sister to the corner and let her know like listen. Mm-hmm don't talk to me that way (laughs) or or listen, like this is how I operate. Listen, I I love to work in the morning. I love to work in the evening. Like y'all have to start really starting to like, excuse me, y'all have to start really getting to know one another. Yeah. Y'all have to start really getting to know one another in order for you guys to be a success. And I think it just speaks volumes again to like possibly why these women are no longer part of their group. And it takes a lot to be a part of a girl group. I'm not going to say at all. It's easy. Like, but my thing is if I were in the house and I felt like all of a sudden these women were cutting me out and I've been in similar positions like this before, like all of these women have been in similar positions that like all of these feelings that are like, starting to like revisit like all these feelings that they're starting to revisit you guys have felt this before you felt isolated you felt casted off to the side you felt like you didn't have enough time on the track like you guys have felt this before how did you conduct yourself in the past and what y'all gonna do now that you have an opportunity to to completely shift what the past narrative was like this is your opportunity to do more, but and instead, yourself and redeem yourself, but instead I'm seeing y'all still lazy, still not pushing it to the grind girl. You're not on the track. Why you should be in the, in the studio first thing in the morning and hit up, hit up the girls that you know are engineering the track. Like, Hey ma'am, can you just show me what you do? And let me know how I, how my, how you think my voice will sound on this track. Like you need to start we'll inserting also- yourself, baby girl. I don't think the introduction was the best because the Cherish Twins came off as very like, this is what I do. This is what I've done. And I feel like it was inviting. And so with them being the talent, because they are the talent, like they are the talent in that house. But um, it doesn't really like they're not welcoming. You know what's crazy though? Like with every single artist though, you have to have that type of personality, like where you walk into the room and you're able to speak to A, B, C, D that I've done. Like you have to kind of have that every single, I think like almost every single artist that I know has that type of confidence. And like, even if you may feel timid around that, like all of these women are artists though. And all of these women, like you guys know what, what it takes they not coming in probably being like the best of friends. Like none of these women know each other, but like, you shouldn't be intimidated because the cherished twins are coming in and they're talking about like their past successes. Like, well, no, that's, I don't think, I think that's not welcoming. Um, it's, it's not, not, it's not welcome it isn't welcoming. it isn't at all and I don't and I don't like how the twins came in I would 100% like a, I think we agree we all agree on that I don't like I how feel the like the they could have come in and let their art speak for itself because they right. are talented. They are very talented come in get to work and let these women see that you could do all of these things mm-hmm. that you decided to tell them on the first night right mm-hmm. which was unnecessary okay Can yeah, we talk about Pamela though it's a love. It's a love there for Pamela for sure. I love that she's there in the house, but like again, what's the assignment? I feel. Like, <laughs> I, don't I feel like Pamela. Like she, gr- granted, she does have a way of connecting with all of these women. Like yes. none of them have been mad at her. Well, besides Keely, like she's just a very nice, kind person. Mm-hmm. She's definitely a born again <laughs> Christian, but. It just is too much for me. It's just too much. You don't have to mention it in every single sentence, sis. I can imagine she used to live a a devil life, a a life of Satan, whatever she was saying. (laughs) Okay, first of all, I'm sorry. That reborn again, delivered shit. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. I'm not gay no more. (laughs) Okay. Y'all better stop. (laughs) I will not allow it. Y'all better stop. (laughs) I like Pamela, and I and I think no, I like her. She definitely brings a calmness to the house. But again, like I said, like what's the assignment, Pamela? Like, did you did you come to just make a gospel track? I'm 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 vibing with it. But again, like if y'all are supposed to be a girl group, I'm sorry, y'all all need to be on the same page that we're all making Christian. Go to the Sunday special, right? Like, we, know, we, we like, she, didn't want if, the, she didn't want the word hoe being in a song girl it's it's too much it's too much I'm sorry and I like Pamela but I'm kind of like when she's on the screen I cringe because it's always like every other sentence like (laughs) did you see when LaMisha wanted to give her a hug and she was like oh no hugs oh no I didn't (laughs) that was hilarious because now girl you just took it too far like people can't touch you now because you used to be a lesbian. It's that makes preference. no sense. And I, that was the one time that I agreed with Keely in the house. <laughs> the one, the... And you maybe agree with Keely. <laughs> <laughs> of all of them. All of I them. I was like, wow, Keely, that makes some sense today. Um, Who else? Irish. I think one, Irish is gorgeous to me. I just continue to like watch her in her confessionals and I'm just like, ma'am, yeah. She is. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous to me. Um, But lack their luster like. she can't, sing. Her, she can't, she can't really sing. sing well this is the thing she probably could sing at one point but if you don't use it and sharpen it you lose it like singing mm. is Tell a muscle them this. Tell your vocal them cord, if you're not working out your vocal cord just like with every other muscle in your body it's gonna fade you have to keep up on that and so if you were in a girl group and you haven't sang for the last 15 20 years of course you would sound like they sound like you should have mm. been taking some vocal coaching before you got to the house so that you would feel more confident. Well, they are background singers, so I don't think they were used to getting that like front star treatment. Okay, but I'm sure they they have sung at home and realized, dang, my voice is Maybe shocked. a little tune. I mean, I can carry a note. (laughs) I'm really concerned, again, what is the show about? Like, how did you guys reach out to these women? Did you guys know that they were actively looking for this opportunity to be a part of a girl group or, like, what? What produces? Tell tell us. Yeah, I'd be interested to know, like, if it was, like, if they have agents, if the agent said, hey, this would be good for you. And just, you know, threw them out there to the fire because, like, honestly, ain't no way if I you know we're one of these women and i'm coming onto the show i'm coming out there sent, sounding like that y'all like i'm dead ass. Yeah, lamisha, like, because lamisha because lamisha, sis, i'm girl. not you know they like can't, and also they can't dance either so i don't, i just don't know right? like y'all did it like two like a three-week program y'all could have found on youtube or something a quick little boot camp y'all need it it like, <laughs> <little eight> can <laughs> 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 like I'm telling you, a little boom cat, cat, cat mm-hmm. boom cat, 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 hey, boom, cat. Hey, cat, hey, cat. Hey. Oh, they would. I like, survived. No, <laughs> Lorianne Gibbs. Okay? Never, no. never. No. But that's the that's production on, value that's that I feel like I'm missing. Like I'm missing those moments like that. I'm missing like those making the band moments where like we see that's them like things. really. Going through it. I was going to say, but this is why Aubrey was giving what was needed to be given. I, You could yeah. tell she is Diddy trained. You could yep. tell. Yes. Literally, literally just came to work. And I think that, came the, to work, when, she that she saw, when she saw people playing games is when she was like, I ain't taking this seriously no more. Yeah. Right. And I felt that energy. She did because check out. When she out- came in the house, when she came in the house, you could tell. Diddy trained. She was a boom, boom yeah. cat. Okay, <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was hella boomcatted for sure. She was. she was. And I feel like I just wish that people would have taken her seriously and I wish Keely wasn't so intimidated by her because Keely can dance too. She can. She can. She, don't she can to can keep on cat. She can she be a creative doctor. She don't want to um, do anything. And she just wants to jump in and show that she can still get it moving. <laughs> but I'm just going to end that segment <laughs> with I'm getting a little tired of your broken promise and promises Promises, promises. <laughs> because it's broken promises, promises, girl. You're supposed to be creative directing. Is a broken promise. I don't see anything. What are what is a broken promise? It's broken. I haven't seen her direct? Not a goddamn. Thing. Not wow. a thing. Not a thing. She directed thing. the top of her wine bottle to pour the wine into the glass. You know she's, always she's got a stable home mom too. She's a stable home mom too. So she went on vacation exactly on a vacation that's exactly you see the her energy you see her energy you you, she's just trying to get away from them kids period and that husband and honestly that's fine keely just say that
1: (laughs) and (laughs) stop creating that
0: director just be like hey i took this opportunity to get a little vacation i'm gonna let y'all do but honestly i feel like she would have less work if she was just you know hanging out doing what lamisha and irish doing instead of saying you want to be creative director. Just mm-hmm. say, hey, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Agreed. That's what Lamish and Iris are doing. But my girl Nivea. I was going to say Nivea. She's the show. Okay. She, she is, is the, the comedic relief. She is the moment. She is everything. She is the show. I love I don't know what she's smoking, what edibles she's taking, <laughs> mm-hmm. what pills she using, but Nivea is lit and Nivea is hilarious. It was the first episode her. when she was eating the rice cake for me. I already knew <laughs> I was, I was into the show at that moment. It was the rice cake. And I was like, she is everything. And I feel like I watched, was she on Love and Hip Hop before? She, she was, was on, on something on before. Season. She was on something. I was I, Cause I remember I watched her on something before and I always enjoyed her on the screen. So now that she's back, like. Thank you. Thank you, BET, because I love me some Nivea, and she's great. She's also there and understands the assignment, her vocal ability. Girl, range, distance, love it, and I've always been a Nivea fan. Like, she's always just been, like, super talented to me, always been for the girls, and I'm always here for her. Um, And um, what else about Nivea? She's just funny as hell. Like, she's also not- funny as hell. She's there to do her work. Yeah, she's out of the drama. She's removed from it. And that's why I know she in that house, Mother Lee, because she <laughs> really is not here for that. But she's also doing what she's supposed to do. Yep. And she and- also is one of, like, the only members of part of this new group. I think they came up with the name by this episode, but blueprint. she. Is- oh, F- yeah. Blueprint. Oh, I said footprint child. It's tragic. <laughs> blueprint is what they are deciding to call themselves but she's one of the only members of the group that actually is a solo artist like she didn't come from a girls group as well so you could see it just requires a certain type of person obviously to work in these type of collaborative environments you understand you understand Mm -hmm. right Right. and that's why she has a little bit of emotional maturity because she's been through it alone Mm -hmm. as a solo artist where as opposed to all these other women that are getting in their feelings and having flashbacks of their traumas from the <laughs> every episode right every episode like sis you could have worked on that in therapy over the last 10-15 years before you got to this house so Nivea she definitely I think is the most mature in that sense and yeah. she also doesn't take take things so personally yeah and you know, I know what it. I mean like I feel like you get along Nivea could, like could be that. corrected or critiqued and it's not a big problem these yep. other women, they get critiqued and they shut down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I love Nivea. Please keep putting her confessionals on the show. Girl, because... and if the blueprint don't work out, you already know we we want you, girl. So keep, you need to get busy, get busy. I know you're I know you're busy doing something, but just get busier and, and put something out there because because we support. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really um, excited to see how the rest of this season plays out on the encore we saw the listening party um Mm -hmm. we saw it was it was a little awkward at first but i'm glad that ronnie and jazzy faye were like no y'all need to bring that energy yeah Mm -hmm. um and so hopefully like they they're on a high after this listening party and that can continue throughout the rest of the season because y'all really gotta pick it up well i think at the end of the episode like aubrey didn't she like leave the house she yeah, did. so she left. <laughs> we gonna see. <laughs> We're still watching. We're definitely riding out with y'all BET, but um, y'all can clearly hear who our favorites are and who needs to clearly spice it up. I really hate that Aubrey left. Like, I hate that this white woman in a house full of black women is leaving and now going to tell all her white compadres that, you know, oh, they wouldn't let me speak and da-da-da-da. like, we hate to see it. We hate to see it because we already know the narrative is going to be something sour instead of something pleasant. Like, because the thing is, like, Aubrey really was very talented in the house. Like, some may love her voice, some don't. I personally like Aubrey. And I think that as far as the assignment goes, like, she came in there and brought, herself to the table. She brought her talents to the table. She even stepped in to, to be a part of the this new team, a part of this new environment amongst women who she's never worked around. Like, But she's also been in this same type of experiment before. So whether, I mean, I don't know, and I, and I definitely understand also why she would check out because I mm-hmm. too am like, if you guys aren't appreciating my talents and I'll take that somewhere else and mm-hmm. not waste my time, with like amongst these women but it is sad because she is now going to walk away from this experience having worked with all of these african-american women and having kind of a poor report like not even a kind of having a poor report well and with elijah as well because i'm sorry but what happened happened she didn't lie like elijah you were lying yeah i don't know i mean that's one thing you cannot take away from aubrey she does stay 10 toes down and i feel like a person like that can only take so much like I, a certain part they'll be like okay what am I doing because I feel like it's it's doing more hurting her mentally yeah. and virtually you know and emotionally like 100% so I definitely all of this understand. like manipulation Mm-mm. I definitely understand why she left because it is like it does take a toll on you and it's just like for what like my sanity is way more important and way more valuable mm-hmm than like whatever this group can possibly produce she was sharing a room with keely i mean come on yeah it was tough Uh, Bad girl's club and keely (laughs) was nice to her at first i mean but it was Mm -hmm. face. she was showing face like yeah she was definitely showing face but we're still watching we're keeping up with the bet we'll have more in this later cousins Thanks for listening to this episode of a Black Girls Bravo podcast. And be sure to add us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Black Girls Bravo podcast. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your favorite streaming platform for podcasts. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.